Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. We're back for Caravan of Garbage. We're doing all the Fantastic Four movies. Last week we did, what was it? Fantastic Four 94. Not good. Not good at all, no. But it's there if you want to see it. But here we are for a big number two. That's right. The reason that film got shelved, put aside, get rid of it, they didn't want it anymore. In the butt. Was so they could make this movie, this version. And it's version. the same producers, right? That's right. But they've rebranded and renamed so you can't. Li- so they haven't left a paper trail. That's right. Fox have jumped on board. They were very much like, hey, we've been doing the X-Men. Hey, Spider-Man's a big hit at the moment. Hey, some of the Blades are okay. <laughs> Let's do the same for the Fantastic Four. And I'll say this. I think there's some good ideas here. I like the cast, mm-hmm. but I don't. This fucking sucks. It's not no, good. It's not good. I haven't seen it since. It's not good. Yeah. This movie, I feel, because we saw the the two Fox, the, the first two Fox Fantastic Four movies in, in theatres, mm. and this movie's so bad that it made me like the second one a little bit. Same. Even, even though it's bad. Yeah, I completely <laughs> but agree. But this one dropped my expectations for any kind of superhero movie way into the toilet. Yeah. Absolutely, it did. So, you know what it does? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you had the same problem for the first Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire one. Mm-hmm. It feels like a blank, fake stage universe. Yes. You know, all the sets and all, even the street stuff, it just doesn't feel like anything is real. Also, leave a like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? I do know what you mean. Like if, like, if one of the characters is being harassed on the street by a crowd of onlookers, they all very clearly say, hey, it's you, it's the... Invisible woman, turn invisible for us. My friend likes you. Can I get a photo? Like, as she's running away, you know, they're just... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm here to say my line and then leave. Yeah. What do you think about this, though? Yes. 
Sometimes I love a retcon in a movie, and I think this is one of the best that we've ever seen. Go ahead. Reed Richards. Yes. Grey Temples. It's from the weird space laser, it's from the space laser, laser, laser fog or whatever. That's right. He didn't have Grey Temples before the space event situation, disaster. And he's got them. Why didn't everybody good. else get that? Good. Well, they all got different powers, didn't they? Maybe they got grey pubes. <laughs> Did you Used say great to... pubes or grey pubes? They can be both. They can be both. They can be both. <laughs> Look at Ted Danson. That's true. He's looking good. Yeah. I haven't seen his pubes, but I'm just... <laughs> Probably great. <laughs> Probably great. Yeah. Definitely grey. So what do you think about uh, Chris Evans in this? Uh, that, I mean, this was... You know, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a contrast because we've seen him as Captain America yes. for so many years. So this is, you know, him in full asshole mode. Yeah. It feels like he's doing like a Paul Walker, which is what Chris Evans sort of was for a little bit. People didn't the really... poor man's Paul Walker. Yeah, people didn't... I wouldn't even say poor man's, but they didn't really take him seriously until like your Snowpiercers and your Sunshine, which mm. is terrific. And Because I know there were some... People upset, and he was reluctant to take on Captain America because, like, I did one of these and it wasn't. You yeah, guys right, all saw right, it. right, oh, right. Oh my god! It's so amazing to me that they didn't give him frosted tips. It is spellbinding. <laughs> you know what I think happened is they did give him frosted tips. They worked out very badly. They had to shave his head. <laughs> you might. That's be right, why he's right. got the crew cut. Because yeah, I mean, traditionally Johnny Storm is blonde, so it's yes. weird that they didn't go with that at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So in this one, Reed Richards has to go like hat in hand to Victor Von Doom to get the money. Yes. Uh, to, to borrow Victor Von Doom's space station so they can perform these space experiments. And Victor Von Doom is he's got all he's holding all the chips because he's got all the money and all the space stations and he's got Reed's ex girlfriend. Boy does he. Mm. Yeah, because he didn't understand relationships or something. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to I don't know. It's one of those relationships where if they had one conversation about it, they'd probably still be together. Like it right. doesn't feel <laughs> genuine. Yeah. It's like, why don't you understand me? And he's like, Well, I only understand science and logic. <laughs> Right. But there's no logic in love and kisses, Reed. And he's like, well, uh, you're always trying to stretch yourself, Reed. <laughs> well, you're always hiding, Susan. Mm. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's true. <laughs> so the thing suits okay. And Pretty I think good, it's yeah. uh, Michael Chiklis is the thing. It's perfect. He's the best. He's the best thing we've seen. Yeah, that's mm, very good. In these movies. He's yeah, the best thing we've seen in these yeah. movies. So he apparently was the only one of the cast who was a big fan of the comics and he really pushed for a non-computer generated character. So he wore this 60 pounds latex suit that took him three hours to get in and they'd take off the top rocks on the top of his head to, to blow like cool air in. And to like pour, you know, cool drinks <laughs> yeah, that's right. down in. Like a pineapple that's been hollowed out with a cocktail in it. <laughs> yes. I bet he regretted that. 30 seconds in putting the suit on. He's like, well, I'm a big fan and I think we've got to do just to this character, so I'm going to pull it, put the full prosthetics on. Oh, no, they're on and I hate this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I regret it. They've made the suit now. I can't back out. <laughs> but they couldn't have done a good version of this no. CGI then, I feel. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, because if you look at, like, Ang Lee's Hulk. But I guess rocks kind of were easier to, to do than human skin, so maybe it would have looked all right. He doesn't have that big thing brow, though, that we no, know and true. love. You know that, that shelf above his eyebrows? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm a big fan of it. So if we're going to talk about Sue Storm, I feel like we've got to talk about the action scene. The, the two that are maybe in this. Okay. So the first one where basically everybody claps at the end because the Fantastic Four have saved the day they caused every single event, they every really chain of events yes. that happens in that that resulted in, I'd imagine, a lot of deaths because there is a massive car pile up. There's in a the pile up. There's yeah. a pile up that is primarily caused by the thing crashing into the middle of a of a of a freeway on a bridge. I thought that truck driver was dead mm. when he opened the door. He's like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "Is this a different truck?" 
<laughs> is this the earliest appearance of the superhero hip and shouldering a truck and it either crumples or it flips? I think Hellboy did it. Did one uh, did a punch earlier, right? Maybe, okay, yeah. that, that's probably. But it, this yeah. is a big comic book trope that we love. I think Smallville even did it with a bus. That's true. But that is know, absolutely true. I don't true, know when yeah. that happened. But I know what you're referring to because obviously <laughs> the thing gets to the disaster area first because obviously he's ground zero because he caused it. <laughs> but then the other three have to to get to that area to, to yeah. you know save the day, obviously. But the the, the remaining three of the Fantastic Four, they can't get through because there's so many police there's, cars. There's 19 people in the way. There's nowhere to get through. But you know who could get through? A naked, invisible woman. <laughs> because in this version, she can't turn her clothes invisible. No. So the only way for her to be properly invisible. Except for a suit, we should point out, because we'll get comments. Yes, of course. But then, so it's the only way to, to, for her to properly be invisible is, is take all her clothes off. Yes. Obviously, that's the... Look, and then she runs through the crowd and then she becomes visible again and puts her clothes back on. And then, like, five seconds later, the other two show up and they're like, well, we also made it through the crowd. <laughs> Not using our powers or, or anything, really. We just walked through. We just pushed two or three people aside and we walked through. Was this just an excuse to show Jessica Alba in underpants? I don't know. Well, actually... Tough to say. Well, yeah, because once Jessica Alba was cast... They added that scene. Great stuff. So yes, in answer to that question, yeah. Pretty cool. Anyway, it's great that the thing was brooding in the middle of a very busy bridge. Mm. Yeah. You know what else was good? That he was brooding, of course, because his fiancée, who he'd, he'd, he'd given an engagement ring to, yeah. discovered that he was a had become a horrible orange rock monster and ran away from him. And then afterwards, once he saves the day on the bridge, she goes to that bridge, mm. sees that he's saved the day and everybody's cheering and clapping, takes her engagement ring off and puts it on the ground <laughs> and leaves. <laughs> like she went there specifically yeah. to, to... In public. In public to end their relationship. <laughs> For good. At his lowest point. Maybe she just wanted to get a good look at him in the daylight. Oh, and just make sure. Yeah. Mm, maybe I could learn to love that weird orange guy. Oh no! I'd have to go. I'd have to go to brunch with him. Yeah, <laughs> so no, nope. he'd be breaking all those glasses all the time with his mm-hmm. giant rock hands. That's right. I think though, if say you rocked up to where we record yes. and I looked like the thing, mm-hmm. your immediate response wouldn't be, "Oh my god, you look horrible." You'd be like, "Weird suit. What's right? <laughs> what's going on?" Because you- she immediately starts screaming yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. can't factor it in. Mm, You'd be I like, did, "Are you a prank? What uh, is this? Yeah, are you a furry now? Is <laughs> yeah. that what are you? What's going on?" <laughs> I believe they're called Rockies. Oh my goodness. Big yeah. fans of Rocky. Yeah. Okay, Doctor Doom. Yes. Uh, I don't like So in this version, I don't like so there's been this. many cinematic versions Good casting, of Doctor Doom. Australia's own Julian Yeah, McMahon. I like that. Son, Son of, of a, a Prime, Prime Minister. Minister. Yeah. That's the thing we know, and that other people know it and will tell us unless we tell them first. <laughs> so guess what? We told you first. Also, Stan Lee's in this, we know. <laughs> He's the mailman or something. <laughs> is he Willie Lumpkin? I don't know. That's the name of a Marvel mailman. I'm telling you the name. I, I think he is, yeah. Okay, cool. But if I don't say that, people there'll be a hundred comments that will say. Where yes, were we? Oh, that's right, Doctor Doom. <laughs> so there's been many versions of Doctor Doom in these in these movies, and I feel like it's not that difficult to just do the comic book version yeah. where he's, he injured his face in an accident and then he went away for a long time. He didn't he, go to space. No, and then he just you know built a suit of armor, became the ruler of Latveria, what etc. Yeah, he's got a little bit of magic and a little little bit of sorcery, and, a, and he's got a lot of technology stuff. But. Right, just do that. But nobody ever wants to do that. He's no. always a weird 
mutant man or a... <laughs> in this case, his skin is becoming metal or he's something. A metal, he's a metal man. So in this, I think they've gone with... Because in, in different versions also, the way that the reason they all get different powers is, mm. is always different. Oh, Sue, you're so shy, that's why you turn invisible or whatever. <laughs> or like, Sue, you're so angry, that's why you turn invisible in this movie for some reason. Johnny, you got frosted tips. Fire, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But in this version, I think they're going with everybody got a, like an element. Yes. So fire, wind, earth, water, and metal in this in this case. Yeah, He's sure. metal. And I know he has, in some versions, also got some technopath powers. Yes. But they don't really lean into that side of it. It's just shooting electricity for the yeah. most part and gathering electricity. I'm surprised he didn't gather so much electricity that it was his undoing. Because that's the era for this, isn't it? That's right. There's always a villain taking on too much energy. Mm. The Hulk. And yes. the Hulk. That's right. For example. Yes. Indiana Jones. Well, she wanted all the knowledge, but it was too much too knowledge. Too much knowledge, that's right. What an era. Mm. Uh, it's not a good ending, is it? That finale. No. Speaking of action scenes. No, that's right. Especially because this came out a year after The Incredibles. Apparently, a lot of the jokes and things and elements that they put in this movie, they had to take out because they're like, well, The Incredibles made fun of that, so now we can't <laughs> no. do it. The Incredibles is still the best Fantastic Four movie. Yes. Obviously. But I love it how they're testing Johnny's powers earlier. And he's like, I can go really hot. I can burn burn as hot as the sun and they're like don't burn as hot as the sun you fucking idiot and then at the end they're like burn as hot as the sun Johnny kill everybody if you have to we have to stop this weird metal man and, and he was like but you didn't train me to do this you told me specifically not to <laughs> well but also what I enjoyed about the scene where he's testing his powers they're like you're burning as hot as the sun and you'll destroy everything you'll set fire to the earth's atmosphere that's what they said but since you're not going to stop, we'll just turn these extinguishers on. Yeah, now right. we've stopped. Just these regular extinguishers. That's what they should have done in Spider-Man 2 when they had the sun. Just right? put some extinguishers regular on Regular extinguishers. It. Wouldn't have been a problem. Mm. I was also enjoying this, the sequence in which he's, he's been put in mandatory isolation uh, so that uh, they can make sure he's he's not dangerous to himself or others. And then the nurse comes to visit him. He's like, hey, baby, how about we go surfing? Or, Do you mind if I just kiss you straight up? <laughs> how about we go skiing? And she's like, all right. Hippocratic Oath. Schmippocrapic oath. <laughs> That's what she said. Let's go. That's her tattoo. Yeah, so there's jokes in this. Is there? Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so Chris Columbus, uh, who was originally making this movie, which we talked about before in the 90s, he pushed for a heavily comedic tone along the lines of Batman 66. Mm-hmm. But Tim Story, who came on board off the back of Barbershop and some other hit films, he persuaded the higher-ups to go for a, less of an outright kind of comedic tone. He said that would end in disaster, so let's walk the line here. A little bit of jokes, a little bit of dramedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, satisfy no one. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I say. Yeah. I mean, dramedies are... It can be... Would you call this a dramedy? No, but what I'm saying is I think the MCU, and some people have accused certain movies, and I can't really disagree with it, they go too jokey at the wrong points in time. Sure. Right, but uh-huh. I feel with the MCU, more often than not, the jokes land. They get the balance right. Yeah, but they don't really land here. But though, here's some things. A uh, segment of the show called, uh, not not all bad. I guess it's not all bad. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay? Stanley has said that Michael Chiklis's The Thing is his favourite performance in any Marvel film ever. Presumably he said that at the time because obviously there's been things that have happened since which are, I like Chiklis, I think he does a good job. Yeah, but, but also, you know, Andy Serkis's Claw obviously would have taken that. That's right. That's his current favourite. <laughs> yes, that's true. Here's some uh, also some alternate cast. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, absolutely. Here's some alternate casting though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did oh, Mark sorry. Ruffalo attempt to audition this one again? Not this week. Oh. No, but uh, Hugh Jackman was wanted for Reed Richards. I get it. There's also a deleted scene which people may have seen where he actually morphs his face into Wolverine. He's like, "Do you want me to be more like this, Hugh Jackman?" 
Oh, yes. So, you know, he could exist in this universe somewhere. Uh, Brendan Fraser and oh. George Clooney were considered for Reed Richards. So as a gestalt entity. A team, together. A team, a two men in a trench coat. Well, we haven't really talked about Reed Richards, though. What do you think about that stretching effect? Bad, yeah? What do you think? Bad, that? And, bad and inexplicably cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a different era, isn't it? Sure is. Of things, yeah. <laughs> so for the Invisible Woman in this, we had Rachel McAdams, Scarlett Johansson, Elizabeth Banks and Julia Stiles. And for the thing, James Gandolfini. Oh, Sopranos fan. That's right. And David Boreanaz. And uh, Tim Robbins and Mel Gibson for Dr. Doom. I think Mel Gibson was having a very public breakdown at the time, but I think he would have really nailed that unhinged Dr. Doom nature. Yes, for sure. Also, do you want to hear about another version of this? Yeah. Specifically, Peyton Reed came on board. Oh, of Ant-Man fame. That's right, of Ant-Man fame. So when Chris Columbus was doing it, he said, I want to use Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan, who were a couple at the time, for Sue and Reed. Huh. But Peyton, that real-life chemistry going you on. You know, until he cheated on her a lot and they broke up. That real-life chemistry until a bit of divorce. <laughs> Love right, it. That's right, yeah. Mm. And also, he pitched his Fantastic Four movie to Fox as A Hard Day's Night, you know, the Beatles film. Okay. Uh, but with superheroes. Oh, so they're all they're famous and screaming, screaming yeah. fans running after them. That's kind of fun. He wanted to do Austin Powers yes. with the Fantastic Four. No, but you know, that kind of, kind of era. Uh, Alex Denioff as Reed Richards. Oh, from Buffy. That's right. Charlize Theron as Sue Storm. From um, other movies? Other, yes. <laughs> you couldn't name one? That was Mad Max. <laughs> sure. Uh, Paul Walker as Johnny Storm. R.I.P. Yeah. And John C. Riley as Ben Grimm. Like it. Me too. And of course, as the villainous Doctor Doom, Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. From other movies also. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't mind it. I don't mind that casting either. The young Pope. Yeah, that's right. What I don't understand about this, and we'll talk a bit more about it next week when we cover The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Fox had the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and Daredevil. And they didn't ever think, what if we what if we did something with this together? Like like burned it all? Yeah, like burned it all. <laughs> I do have actually a video where I discuss all the different Fox properties and how they plan to blend all of these together at one point. Yeah, right. But I guess they thought, well, no, let's keep it all separate. Nobody wants to see that. But people I remember exclusively at the time, and even as you know, as early as the nineties, wanted to see comic book characters cross over mm. into different not even universes, just Batman goes, Hey, there's Superman. <laughs> you know? I'd watch two hours of that. <laughs> you just keep flying overhead. Yeah. Hey, there's Superman. Oh, he's back. Oh, my goodness. He's quick. Yeah. yeah. Right? Makes me really wonder why I do this, because he could solve all the crime almost instantly. But he never stops. He I'm just qu- keeps going. I'm quite depressed. He's on, uh, Batman's on a psychiatrist's couch. <laughs> just FYI, this movie. Can we at least close the blinds? No. No. <laughs> this is a big hit, though. Didn't yeah. get a sequel for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an $87 million budget, it made $333 million. And still, to this day, is the highest grossing Fantastic Four movie. If you don't count the Incredibles films. Oh, I do. (laughs) Good, yeah. So there you go. That's Fantastic Four 2005. Come back next week. We're going to be talking about The Silver Surfer. Is it better? I remember it being better. I remember it being better, but we haven't haven't watched it yet, so... Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. equally bad as this one. That's right. It's also, it's not a mistake that we're doing the Fantastic Four. We put polls up on Patreon to be <laughs> like, what do you guys want to see? We're doing this on purpose. I know. Not willingly, but on purpose. <laughs> there is methods to our madness. So that's linked below. If you do want to sign up, there's also a bunch of early videos and podcasts and polls for topics and a bunch of things that uh, you can kind of direct the flow of terrible things that we have to talk about. So <laughs> thanks a lot, I guess, for the money, but also making us do terrible things. That didn't mean to sound as <laughs> angry as it did well you could take it out but you're not going to absolutely I'm not also of course we have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows look trying times at the moment if you not a lot to, of uh, new 
I mean, there's plenty of comics coming out. Sure. But less, less so movies. They're being cancelled well, left and right. Come, but a lot are still coming to streaming. Yeah. And so we do the news of the week and then we do a topic. Swing on by if you want to check it out. Come and commiserate with us. Black Widow's not coming out for a lot of months. That's right. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about Bloodshot, which is finally on streaming. We already did an episode on it. It was fine, it turns out. I liked I it. I didn't mind yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of movies, felt like they were made in 2005, am I right? <laughs> Got him, that movie. All right, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. See you guys next week. Uh, grab that gem, guys. Uh, see you soon. Uh, subscribe. You know. <laughs> it's too late. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They, <laughs> they, they stopped listening a while ago. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 